Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Good evening, We are tonight's entertainment. Bingo! All right. What is up, Doctor? This is the way. Now, whatever you do, don't push this button. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Jarvis, drop my needle. Roger control, all status go. Another happy landing. Let's start the show. Welcome to episode 20 of the Geek Conclave Mixtapes. I'm your host, Eddie Fergoso, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Paul and Tommy. How's it going, guys? What's up? What's up, what's up? So, little, uh... Disclaimer, uh, we recorded this episode last week, and surprise, my computer, you know, glitched again. Uh, seems to be a running thing. Hopefully it doesn't happen this time. So, um, in terms of, like, Ultron keeping it in, like, geeky terms. We have to evolve. There's no room for the week. I'm also trying to evolve the uh, podcast, so... We're gonna segment out this episode, so it's a little more like main line. What do you call it? A uh, mainstream or whatever? Not mainstream, but on point. Which I'm already getting ta- off tangents here, but yeah. So uh, just gonna try to keep things a little more flowing, better. Um, so yeah. With that said, before we do get started, though, we're gonna have story time with Tommy. So tell us about your uh, your passenger today, Tommy. Oh, it's just I picked up uh, Babs tire. She's uh, illustrator she she had a run on Batgirl a few years back um, we just t- talked about conventions uh, her run her she did some work for image um, I know I ignored I annoyed her um, <laughs> just asking her questions about how to lay like table and stuff like that um, yeah pretty cool I didn't know I didn't really know who she was until I, I was talking to her and Paul knew who she was when I mentioned she, like that the name so Pretty cool. Also talked to an uh, anime from um, Fox that he's doing a new animated show that from the the creators of Bob's Burgers. So we we got to talk about comic books and and then I I gave I, I told him to check out our podcast. So we'll see if he does. Cool. Uh, his name was Will. I think his last name. What's up, Will? What's up, Will? Hopefully, uh, hopefully <laughs> you, you, you dig it. Give him five stars, too. (laughs) Cool, cool. All right. So we're going to go to a segment we've been kind of doing weekly. Um, We're going to do last week's on it, too. It's going to be merchandising. Merchandising! Merchandising! Where the real money from the movie is made. For this week's episode, episode three, um, Funko released two new pops, Baron Zemo and Sharon Carter. Uh, They're pretty cool. Uh, Zemo's in his mask, and then Sharon Carter is not. She's power in broker? the hoodie, but without the hoodie. Oh, I thought she was the power broker. No, uh, you're getting ahead. You're getting ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then just another thing I have is from last week's episode uh, is John Walker. He became a pop, so if you want to get yourself the new Captain America, you can get him in pop form. Yay. And then with uh, Marvel, they've also been doing legend figures. 
So I actually do like the Baron Zemo figure. I probably would end up getting that. And then um, like last week they had the John Walker one. So the John Walker one, the box is different because it is the exact same box from the uh, episode. Uh, someone signed it, so it's the exact same figure box. Obviously, the one in the real world says Falcon and Winter Soldier on it, and the one in the MCU does not say that. So, But yeah, so those are just some cool things that are coming out. Or like, yeah, you can get now. So, just wanted to show those up. So, uh, not everything's going to be comics this week. Uh, we're going to take a ride on the nostalgia train um, due to the Space Jam uh, trailer that came out. So, we... Uh, Due to copyright, we're not going to like stream it so we don't get shut down. But uh, what was your guys' initial thoughts of it? Um, I like it. Uh, I like the fact that it still stays with the animation. Because I know the first like scenes of it were in CG. Yeah. Like the first like pictures and stuff. I'm glad that they stuck with the animation part with it. And then how it kind of goes to the CG afterwards. And for me it, it, I, I got sold with it when i saw lola bunny do the uh d wade celebration yeah. that was like my favorite part and not everybody noticed that but of course like the the real people who know their stuff i guess like the ogs yeah, and everything the they, they yeah. noticed that and yeah the basketball heads we we already like knew that one so i really liked it um the only thing that's kind of weird was to me the, the game of thrones <laughs> the westeros uh, in the beginning yeah. yeah, like I get it that it's on HBO and it's all their properties and stuff, but I mean it's their highest it rated, highest rated show of all time. So oh, of course, of course, I mean, it has the shittiest fucking ending of all time. But hey, you know no one remembers Let's that. Let's sneak this in Space Jam. <laughs> Tommy, what about you, Tommy? That was cool. Um, I I don't know what I I think I got. I noticed the and just the animations like it's more modern I guess like it the old one with Jordan it reminded me of um, Roger Rabbit or this one yeah. it's a little more realistic I I thought when I was when I seen it like, they made the like you could see like the fur was alive and stuff like that it's just yeah. more you could tell you could tell it's made now not not back in the nineties when they did the original movie I think when that yeah, one came out true. so so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. See, it comes out. Yeah, no, um, I I am looking uh, forward to it. Uh, I did like it. Um, I was like, and I've watched it like three times now. It's the first time I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of weird. It just it threw me off guard the first time because I didn't expect to see other properties in there, like Iron Giant and other stuff. It kind of had a Ready Player One type feel, which was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's it's cool. Um. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I was kind of curious how they make him play basketball again, just from when, and when they announced that they're making a Space Jam 2, I thought it was going to be like the monsters come back, um, and they couldn't get Michael Jordan because he's retired, so I thought, oh, they get LeBron, um, but yeah, so, um, it looks interesting, uh, I do have a list, I wrote down, um, just a comparison, because it comes out July 16th. And then as far as, like, the confirmed basketball stars, I was doing, like, a comparison of how many were in the original ones. So the original um, Space Jam had Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, Sean Bradley. Um, those were, like, the actual ones who played basketball. So obviously Michael Jordan was on the Toon Squad. And then Barkley, Ewing, and Bogues, and 
Johnson and Bradley were on the Monstars. And then um, there were just NBA players that were in it just because of the fact that, like, they showed them be their powers being stolen and the whole funny scene with the Lakers where they didn't want to play because they were scared they were going <laughs> to... There was, like, bacteria or something. So, uh, Vla- yeah, with the mask. gas mask. So it was uh, Vladi Divac, Cedric Ceballos, Larry Bird, AC Green, Alonzo Mourning, and Charles Oakley were the other NBA stars that were in the game. Or in the game, <laughs> in the movie. And uh, as of right now, the only ones that are confirmed... Um, is uh, Damian Lillard, Kyle Kuzma, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, and Chris Paul. So I think Clay Thompson looks like he's part of the Goon Squad, which is the one for this this time. And I think Lillard is also part of it. So I don't. I wonder if they like get their power stolen again or how that's gonna go. But yeah, as far as you like, saw their uh, pictures in there, right? Uh, I just saw like the trailer. Like I, I didn't, I didn't see. Like I know one of them looked like Clay Thompson, um, and then yeah, just like I know, like they have like different powers and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just want to know who's who because there's, as of right now, besides LeBron James, for the new one, there's six opposing NBA. Did, did you add Diana Taurasi in there? No, I did not. Yeah, she's in there. So, well, I wonder if she would be part of the Goon Squad then, too. Yeah. They, they showed him, like, really quick, but, yeah. You said Anthony Davis, too? Yeah, he's confirmed. Okay. I don't know. What, I mean, this was shot when he was a Laker, like, the first year of him being a Laker. So, I don't yeah. know if Davis will actually be a teammate. Or we'll see. But it does look interesting. I, I know that the reviews on it are kind of mixed. Some people, like, don't like it, like, because we have the LeBron James haters. Which you know, I'm in the middle. Like I'm, I'm still whatever about him. I don't think. I don't think it's much on the uh, LeBron James hate. I think it's just that people don't want another Space Jam because to them it's their childhood, and they just don't want it to be ruined by another movie. Uh, I mean, from the comments what I saw, a lot of people were just like hating on LeBron. Like I didn't really see like that type of. But I mean, I could see that too. I mean, I'm I like it. Uh, the Looney Tunes as one of the things that I like, so I'm just happy that like my it looks from like the, my favorite Looney Tunes, which are Taz and Speedy Gonzalez. Like they actually like look like they're gonna actually be in this movie, whereas in yeah. the first one, Taz literally just was in it for like a second. So, but yeah, we'll see. So, just wanted to talk about that. Oh, the other thing that is not comic related that we're gonna talk about next week because our buddy's gonna be on Jose. Uh, Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong obviously came out last weekend. Um, so I've seen it. Paul saw it. Tommy yep. hasn't seen it yet. So um, I'll get to it. My bad. It's all good. So it, it, it works out because uh, Jose wants to get on, being that he's a huge like monster fan. So he really wants to uh, talk about it. He says he has a lot to say. So I'm excited. Okay. Good. Cool. So. But yeah. So if everybody's wondering why we're not talking about that, that's why. Also because Tommy hasn't seen it. Because Tommy didn't do his homework, so. <laughs> Just like Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, right? You'll eventually get to it. <laughs> uh, I'm on it. Thank you I'm for reminding me. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of video games, we're actually going to talk about one that came out that me and Paul have been playing, like, religiously now, and I'm addicted to it, and part of, me wants, part of me wants to, like, play before uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but 
I know it's not smart to do that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Outriders came out uh, on April 1st. Um, well, technically March 31st, but uh, it's been a fun game for me. I enjoy playing it. Um, Paul, what, what, what do you want to say about it? Since To me... They they did a really good job with the the world building and I think the the gameplay is just really fun. If you played like Destiny, it's like the same type of loot system. Yeah. Um, but overall, like when you get three different classes and stuff like that, it's it's really fun to play. I like the speed, the pacing, and just overall, like except for the uh, server mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. That is the only downside of this so, game. But right now, I'll it can give only get better. Pass. Yeah, because it can only get better. I'm going to give him a pass because it is the opening weekend. Um, and as compared to, like, for a new game, um, I, it was, like, compared to, like, Avengers uh, for Square Enix, like, they only had, like, 38 million people on at, like, the yeah. peak. For this, it was already over 100. Um, and it's to the fact that it actually was on Game Pass. So I know majority of it is Xbox and PC. There's still like PlayStation, of course, not not denying that, but it's uh, not as much because with PlayStation you, you had to buy it, um, and with PC, if you have a uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you can get it on PC or Xbox technically for free. So that's where majority of it is right now. Um, that's why I have it. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. Um, it's crossplay also. It's crossplay, so we've been playing with Steven uh, the last two nights. Um, it's cool. It is a little weird with crossplay. Um, it's like the whole hang up with like the code, um, and then like the thing that sucks right now uh, is since he's on PlayStation, we can't uh, talk to him. But thank God that Paul has a PlayStation Five, <laughs> so Paul literally has his PlayStation on uh, just to talk to Steven. So that we can get that uh, that communication all the way through. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get him to get get on Discord so that I don't have to do that. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah, so that's like the the one thing right now. But hopefully they fix that. Um, and then just the server. So like um, the game doesn't. I mean, it's it has its bugs that's it's encountered. But right now it's really just the server thing that's like a hang up for me. But I'm giving him a pass because this is like the first weekend. So. I'm assuming it can only get better. If like a month from now there's still server issues, then we got an issue. But cutting some of your clips from Twitch and putting the server issues on here. Oh uh, yeah, I could could because like literally like it's we're like we're in the middle like it sucks like we're playing uh what was it, like one of the like the boss fight and we just like he gets Everybody kicked out leaving. and we just get kicked out. I'm like what the heck? Yeah, and then the, we had we did run an encounter. What was it the other night? Like we had gone to a level. And we cleared it, but, like, a door never opened, so it kept saying yeah, that we needed to, like, like, so we had to leave and go back, and then, like, I guess it, it left off where we were and then opened the door. It was really weird. But uh, overall, it is a fun game. Um, yeah, it's very similar to Destiny, um, but it's also got, like, a Gears of War feel because it's, like, their person, so. Um, like with Destiny, it didn't matter what your class was. I feel like with this game, it matters a little bit more because it's a little bit more distinct on what your, uh, uh, what's it called, abilities are. Yeah, and it's, um, yeah, it does, it's, it, it, it's weird because it, it's one of the first games that I've encountered where it rewards you for playing your ability, so they encourage you. Yeah. Whereas most games usually, like, you have it, but you want to use it wisely, but here it's like they want you to use it all the time. It's how you regenerate health and everything. Exactly. So, that's, that's, I can't stress it's a fun game. Um, just really fast, uh... People want to know, like, the scores and stuff. 
because I know Tommy's usually really big on that, like with movies and stuff. Uh, so right now it's ratings um, from Metacritic for PC, PS5, and Xbox. Uh, Xbox got the highest score at 78 out of 100. PS5 is 75 out of 100, and PC is 76 out of 100. I think it's not bad for the for those scores. I think a lot of them are also deducting because of the server yeah. issue. So, because GameSpot gave it an eight out of ten, Game Revolution gave it a seven and a half out of ten. And being that it's the right now, um, they're criticizing the uh, the customization right now because it's still minimal. They they said. And then um, Forbes, uh, I don't know if they really, they really count, but I read an article about them today too. They gave it a nine out of ten. So. Okay. And they said it'd be a perfect 10 if it wasn't for the server issues. So. But yeah. Um, if the, what, what, would, what would you rate it? Do you think it's a uh, uh, perfect 10? I don't know. I mean, it's not a perfect 10. Like, granted, these ratings are based off of the story as a whole. So me and Paul are still like, mm-hmm. I want to say like maybe what, 20% into the campaign, if that. Feels like it. It's still yeah, early. Yeah, it's still early because we still, I'm, at least me, I'm still kind of like, what the fuck is going on in the story? But, um,. Yeah, I don't know. As of right now, just playing it, I'm, I'd give it a 7. Like, it's a solid 7. Yeah. Because it's fun. Um, it's addicting, obviously. Like, I, I, <laughs> I want like if we had time, I'd want to play it, but I know it's not smart yeah. to do that because I have to work tomorrow at 5 in the morning. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a really good game. Um, hopefully, like, I, I, I would make the other classes because right now I'm playing as... Uh, what is my class called? It's basically like the tank class. It's Devastator. Thanks for my class is called. Yeah. Um, Steven is a trickster, which is getting nerfed, sadly, because his stuff yeah. is really helpful. <laughs> and I then, know. And then you're, you're, what is your class, Paul? You're the... I am the Technomancer, Technomancer, so I put out the turrets and all that stuff. It's fun. Yeah, it's cool. Like, I, my, my character has, like, a really sick uh, move. It's called Impale. It's basically, like, these two spikes come out, and, like, they take... It, like, they impale the monster. It's pretty sick. And it's been, yeah. it's been clutch at certain times. Like, I'll just be like, <laughs> like a wave of people, and it, it helps. My so. turret and then my uh, rocket pack. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, it's, it's a really I thought it was. I thought it was a first-person game. It's a third-person? It's third-person. Yeah, third-person. Oh, that's cool. I actually like third-person. I'm not a real big first-person guy. I play them, but I'm not big third-person person. Yeah, you I'm can be a pyromancer. Yeah, we do need a pyromancer. So I'm at the, I'm at the sign up for Game Pass. Yeah. So it, it's uh, it's fun. Hopefully, I mean, right now, um, I know it's still really hard to get any next gen consoles, uh, mm. especially with that whole ship that like got stuck like what last week or whatever. So, ah, hopefully, uh, stock gets better. It can only get better, they say. Hopefully. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, now and so now we'll go into the comic section. So, um, we're going to go with DC first. So, really fast, uh, it's now on its second trailer. Um, the first Red Band trailer hit like a peak for them. They broke the record for the most Red Band views, uh, which I thought actually was held by Deadpool, but apparently, I guess, uh, Mortal Kombat broke it. So, Damn. <laughs> um... Mortal Kombat had 116 million views. Um, I tried finding it for Deadpool. I thought Deadpool had more, but I guess not. So um, the Suicide Squad got 150. So um, yeah, it's it, the Red Band trailer was uh, really cool. I didn't expect to 
have a theatrical trailer, uh, but the theatrical trailer is a little more plot oriented. Uh, but yeah, so let me just uh, really fast show the posters because there's 12 post 12 character posters that were released. So on the screen right now, I have Peacemaker, Harley Quinn, King Shark, and Bloodsport. Ratcatcher, Weasel, Captain Boomerang, Polka Dot Man, the final set is Amanda Waller, The Thinker, Rick Flag, and Savant. So those are the 12 characters that got posters. There are more characters on the Suicide Squad. Uh, ones that haven't, that don't get a poster is Blackguard, which is played by Pete Davidson, uh, TDK, which is played by Nathan uh, Filion. Javelin by uh, Flula Borg, and then the Mongol by Mailing Nong. So, um, I guess people are speculating <laughs> because these people get character posters that they're more prevalent. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but uh, the tagline for the posters is say, don't get too attached. So, uh, James Gunn has said that there are going to be people that are going to die. Um, and from the Red Band trailer, it looks like it's going to be pretty gory. King Shark like literally pull someone apart which was sick as hell so um so anything you guys want to add about the movie anything that you saw that like was exciting to you i actually like this second trailer better than the first one yes yeah, i like the pacing um uh i like the what's it called the cinematography in it so it to me looked better that way um other than that yeah i can't wait to watch it but I, I overall I think the uh, second trailer should have been the first one and just left it at that because I thought it gave you enough that it kind of wants you to like, watch more of it yeah Tommy you want to add on anything? I, I um no I'm just looking forward to it um looking forward to James Gunn's um take on a DC property I'm not too I, I'm actually I'm not familiar with any of the characters but I like the cast I like Id Idris Elba I don't know what character he plays um Looking forward to John Cena's uh, Peacemaker. Don't know anything about the character. King Shark looked like a a big step up from Killer Croc in the original. Or well, in the first uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, yeah. It should, should be fun. Um, and uh, Mar said, uh, Harley Quinn. Mar Marco Mar Robbie, Robbie. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> hopefully they give her a, a good script and she's able to like just i guess um be in a better movie than um, birds of prey you know what i mean because that didn't really do anything for her yeah so. really i thought that was a good it movie was i just think that movie just got lost in the shuffle oh, wait. Like, I, I don't wait, know wait, where it falls wait. In hold up hold up paul you thought birds, birds of prey was good yeah i liked it like I'm not I negative didn't. about it. It was a very watchable movie. It's on the positive side. Yeah, it was a, it's, it's a solid seven. I think you just saying that because uh, Ramona Flowers is in it. She's still, I don't Regardless, man, if you want to rate it on that, I'll give her, I'll give her an eight based off her. <laughs> on Ramona Flowers? <laughs> yeah, man. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is, is in my top five. I thought, was, <laughs> I, I thought it was one of the worst ones. I didn't, I didn't care for it at all, the Birds of Prey movie. 
That's fine. I mean, you're entitled yeah. to your no. opinion. It's, it's fine. No one's gonna yeah, yeah. Too no, I, I didn't. I didn't know you guys liked it. I no, I mean, got, like I it was thought... decent. Like, I mean, if it goes, if it's a Black Friday special, I, I'll buy it. I just, oh, I just, I just no, don't, I just, it. I just don't know where it's uh, where it falls in in the timeline because it's like it acknowledges the original Suicide Squad. Yeah. But then, like, they're making this one, which says that they're retconning. But then at the same time, I don't really think they are because. From the trailer, it looks like they've already been a Suicide Squad already. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Like I guess they'll explain it. I, the, my only hope is that the movie clarifies where this goes in the timeline, because um, it does look I, really good. So I think. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm excited about Suicide Squad. I think when they drop the Flash movie, they're gonna do some kind of like Flashpoint paradox kind of thing and kind of re, like reshape everything. Well, and they're because, gonna kind of hopefully get have some kind of direction. I mean, technically, Flash. this would, I guess, so is Black Adam. Um, they're they're still Zack Snyder's still executive producer for these. Or Suicide, for Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. As well, well if, yeah, if in in the trailer it said executive producer Zack Snyder, like when it shows the end credits in the Red Man trailer, it, he's, he's his name was there. He's oh. getting a lot of good publicity lately. Um, I don't know. Hey man, he got I to just... see his vision. Like we already gave our two cents on it, so it's yeah. Just, it is. yeah. But really fast on the Suicide Squad, the one thing that I think is pretty cool, um, is they're doing like because it's James Gunn and he likes he's pretty good at following the comic lore and stuff, and like that's why it looks like a hardcore comic movie because most of these characters are inspired by the comic versions. Um, I guess the the it looks like Starro is gonna be oh we lost Paul. What happened to Paul? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! You forgot to push your button. Yeah. Um, yep. Starro looks like he's gonna be the villain. So. A big. Uh, big like star. Mutant yeah. star thing. Yeah. yeah. The in the red band trailer when he's like, we have a kaiju. So. Oh my God! We've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit. Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. I, I have no idea about those characters. I I like I said, Idris Elba looks cool. I just don't know anything about who's playing. I know um they're bringing Rick Flag back, that's the RoboCop guy. Yeah, because um, the original original characters cool. from the original one that like are played by that's why I'm like I still think they kind of acknowledge it is Rick Flag, um, obviously Harley Quinn, um, Captain Boomerang, and then Amanda Waller. So it's like that they're they're all played by the same people. So I'm just, I'm just hoping yeah, like, they're really good at clarifying that. Yeah, it looks weird. I don't understand how, what they're, where they're going with it. And I don't get me wrong. I'm glad James Gunn's making a movie. I just don't know. Like you said, the time time frame, how what happened to the other characters. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah, just, I just hope they get, make a good job at explaining it. Because one of the lines yeah. that did stick out in the second trailer for me <laughs> was the line with Peacemaker. Like I think he's gonna end up being like one of the characters in a blacking from the movie, based off of the line in the trailer alone when. The rat run rat catcher tells him she's like, I thought you like peace, and he goes, I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I need to kill to get it. I was like, Jesus, that's funny. It's <laughs> a good line. So, um, yeah, that's that James Gunn humor, I think. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's great. So, looking forward <laughs> to that. Um, comes out and August. And he's getting this. He's getting his own series on HBO, HBO Max. Max well, so. Yeah. So, and that's but that is supposed to be before. So I guess I guess it essentially would end with him being in in uh, prison because it's it's supposed to be before the Suicide Squad movie but it is in obviously the yeah. same universe 
So that that'll be cool on the timeline. Yeah. Do you think if uh, that DC Online subscription would? Do you think that would have been the show, or because it being on HBO, that's how they kind of green with that show? I don't know. It's tough to say. I, I actually was like the cool thing about that when it was around is like you got access to their comics and I would know that a lot of people like did it just for that but yeah. um I don't know their shows with uh cause I like Titans is like weird like I wanna like that show but it's really I don't know it goes too far off for me but um Doom Patrol is pretty good I haven't watched Swamp Thing and I heard it's really good but they cancelled it so I'm like well this doesn't go anywhere why do I wanna watch it so but that's what I hear is like they don't really have direction with that area either. So I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 assuming that it was probably greenlit because of the HBO Max thing. And if it's if if Suicide Squad gives them a positive reception, they might go in that route and say like, okay, well we can branch out characters in this this form. So I know Tommy wanted they, them to do that because you wanted them to do that. You said with like the Batman family. Yeah, I'm thinking they seen the final product of the movie like i'm thinking they seen a cut of it and they really enjoyed it and they probably um make with probably star and they just wanted to expand that small little universe yeah i mean <coughs> i thought they should have did like we talked about this already that they should have did the individual movies with the justice League, and i thought it would have been a better product than following the marvel uh game plan so yeah. but that's that's we're being a dead horse and i keep yeah. talking about that uh, we got two more DC titles to talk about. So finishing up pre-production on it, Black Adam will start filming uh, at the end of the month. Uh, it has its release date. That got announced as well. It's July 28th, uh, 2022. Or no, 29th. I can't read my own writing. 29th. July 29th, 2022. Uh, so some major casts that got announced was Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate. Uh, and then the other people that are just confirmed is like characters in it is Aldous Hodge is Hawkman, Noah Centineo is Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindell is Cyclone, and Sarah, I hope I say her last name right, Shahi, is Adriana uh, Tumis, which uh, also known as the character Isis. So the director is uh, Home Colette. Uh, he is, like, the reason he is on this movie is because he worked with Rock before in Jungle Cruise. Um, so he got scooped up by his company to direct Black Adam and the other movies he's worked with he's a big uh, Liam Neeson guy it's been a bunch of Liam Neeson movies so The Commuter Run All Night basically the Taken spinoffs is what, is what he's he's done so have I'm you guys seen Neeson, Jungle Cruise? no no it's one not out yet it's not out yet it, it, got, it, got stopped. it was supposed to come out last year in May and then it got delayed I think it comes out in July now I think it's supposed to come out this year. It, it, but, but yeah. My bad, I thought it was not ready. No, it would have been. I feel like... I feel like In an alternate like universe where there about, is no COVID, it's already out. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about Black Adam for years already. Like, they've been talking well, about... Well, yeah, Black Adam's been, been a thing since, like, when I was in high school. In 2006. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Wait, I don't know. I don't mean that long. No, but it's been, like, the, the Rock's been, like, rumored to play this character for the longest time. And then it finally happened. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, so it's finally getting, it's good. getting off. It looks it looks good. Again, like, I don't un know where it's standing. Because Shazam, same thing, is still considered a Snyderverse 
movie with the whole, even though they didn't show his face, but Superman did show up at the end credit scene. So, again, we'll just that I, DC really just needs to have like a uh, a panel, an online panel, really fast, and be like, "This is the timeline of our movies, and this is where we're going going forward." So, but yeah. As far as live action, uh, that's pretty much all I have, and uh, that's all that's been released. Um, oh, I forgot to mention actually, there are two things that got canceled that just jogged my memory. So, uh, Avra Duvernay's uh, movie, The New Gods, next ain't doing that no more. It's canceled. And then uh, James Wong's is a uh, spinoff, uh, The Trench. It's also next. Uh. Which it's like take it or leave it, like. I thought that scene was cool in Aquaman. The curious side of me was like, how do you make that into a movie? And then, like, an interesting movie. Like, I could see it as a horror film, but it's like, okay, how are you going to tie that into, like, the DC Universe is, like, something I would care about. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the New Gods thing, it's kind of sucks, but because it's a whole, like, with Dark Side and all that stuff, it's kind of obvious that she would get mixed. Sucks for her, but. Yeah. The new God seems like it could be it could be pretty good because that that changed like um, Dark Side and all those characters that I don't really know too much about. So if they were able to like I think that's why they also axed it them. though. I think that's why they also axed it because according to these they're not well known. They're, they're not well no not they're not, they're well known. They 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 don't they said that the Snyderverse isn't a thing. So oh, I guess that's kind of well. their way of cementing that. So. But but what I mean though is. I guess if they have a direction, it'd be it'd be a cool movie to that side of the universe. Oh yeah, cool, especially to like, explain. Cool to delve into. Yeah, just to develop those characters and stuff, you know, like yeah. get to know more about Dark Side. But I don't know, like, like they didn't really do that for that Dan- Thanos or any of those guys. They just kind of like, I guess Infinity War was more like a but Thanos like origin story, and um, you could do something like that with Dark Side in the future. To whatever they plan on doing with that universe, you know. Yeah, I bet if they want to use him again, I'm sure yeah. they will. I mean, he's he he he's known villain be- way before the movies, anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh the last DC title. Uh, it's gonna be on the animation side, which I favor more than live action. Um, I I'm a big fan of the animated stuff. I like I'm I'm liked when we used to go to Tommy's house and watch them. Um. So, uh, The Long Halloween is going to be adapted. Uh, Looks like it's going to be similar to Dark Knight Returns. It's going to be two parts. So, part one comes out June 22nd, 2021. Uh, The trailer for that is out. That looks really cool. Uh, The animation is uh, a little more... It's still like 2D, but I don't know. It's like kind of not, if that makes sense. (laughs) The animation to me reminds me of like Archer... Kind of. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. It's it's got like kind of an archer feel, like in terms of the style. Um, so the the voice cast is uh, Jen, uh, Jensen Ackles. He plays Batman. He did play Red Hood in Under the Red Hood, so they're giving him a, a shot at Batman. Anaya Rivera, uh, she's Catwoman. So this was done obviously before she died. Um, she was the Glee star that tragically drowned. Uh, but she's she's uh, this is the last thing she worked on. Um, and then uh, Josh Duhamel is Harvey Dent. Um, Billy Burke is James Gordon. Uh, Titus uh, Liver is Carmine Falcone. And then David uh, das- 
I always say his last name wrong. Das Machillin, Calendar Man. He's really doing some stuff this this time. So he's Calendar Man. Uh, he's the same guy that's Polka Dot Man, and then he's uh, Kurt in Ant Man and Wasp. So yeah, it looks cool. Uh, that's like the great. Yeah, the one. Who's Kurt? Ti's Ti's buddy. The Russian dude. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's funny. My bad. He was also in Dark Knight. He was the the guy that um, Harvey Dent pulls to interrogate and tells him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Coin thing. Yeah. What so, um? Who's he? Who's he playing in this movie? And and the Long Halloween? Who's he playing? Uh, Calendar Man. Okay, okay. So that's a cool um, that's a cool character in the. Arkham games? Arkham City game? Yeah. Arkham City, yeah. Yeah. Did you it's are you cool familiar with the, are you familiar with the graphic novel The Long Halloween? Not so much. I don't think I read it. So no. it's it's uh it has to do with Calendar Man being the holiday killer. So it's uh really good like some of the elements from The Long Halloween were basically put into the Dark Knight movie. Um but it was like it's one of the like I would say top top five Batman graphic novels. Um, so I, I'm excited that it's being made into a animated movie. So it's it's really good. You read you read it, um, Eddie? Mm-hmm. I read it a long time. Yeah. Like I read okay. it like back when like the Dark Knight was being made, and I was like superly obsessed into Batman. <laughs> like superly mm. obsessed. Like it was before you guys even met me. Like I was hardcore. Like like super big Joker fan. But um, I like oh, okay. I read all the graphic novels that were based off of it. So like the Long Halloween, the Killing Joke. Um, I got into like other stuff based off of that, like Hush and like other. Uh, that's why I like Batman. I know like to a T. The other DC characters, not so much. But I, I did read Hush. I read that one. So that's okay. Yeah, I would still like to see him in live action someday. So Hush. Yeah. The um was it what was the guy's name Thomas? What was the guy's name the Thomas character? Yeah. Tom Sally. Yeah. yeah. Basically, Bruce Wayne gone wrong is basically what it is. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's cool. So that would be it for the DC side. Um, the next stuff would just be on the Marvel side. So, with a lot of trailers the last two weeks. A lot of trailers. So, um, Marvel did a final trailer for Black Widow. Kind of feel like it, copying Scott Pilgrim. How like new, new. This was final, final because before the pandemic, you had a final trailer that was more Taskmaster oriented, and then they did this last one, which is more looks like it's more on Black Widow's uh, family history. So um, I know like Tommy doesn't like uh, looking at trailers. So I don't even know. Did you watch that one? I did watch it. I don't like looking at spoilers or clips. Like when they so, start trying to spoil stuff. Well, I just remember I you saying with, with like Ultron, you only watch like one. You only watch the teaser trailer. You said you didn't even watch. The, no, no, no. Ultron no, was after, the one where I watched all the trailer. And all the clips. Ult- yeah, it was after Ultron. You, yeah. you said because of that, you, you only watch like teaser trailers and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. Um, normally, if like if I know I'm gonna watch the movie, I'll just watch the first trailer and I'm good. But I did watch this. Uh, that's uh, Black Widow trailer. It's good. It's really good. Um. I again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, I don't know where it fits in into the timeline. Like I know it's before Endgame, of course, it's, but like it's before, it's it's before Civil War. 
Okay, okay, okay. Be- between uh, between uh, Age of Ultron and Civil War, I think I'm guessing. Or I could be wrong. I think it's before Civil War and Infinity War. Actually, I don't know. I have to relook it. I had yeah. the timeline. I think I confused myself. I'm sure they'll explain it during the movie. We're going to watch it anyway. It doesn't matter. But we're going to watch it. So, um, Looking forward to it. It looks cool. In Dolby Vision. It's going to happen. Task- yeah. Taskmaster looks awesome. And then um, that Soviet uh, Captain America looks, looks legit as well. That's um, the Hellboy uh, actor. And uh, Really? And, uh, That's your go-to? Hellboy? Hellboy, Hellboy and... Not Stranger uh, Things? Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Hopper? That's like the first right. thing that yeah. pops in, especially, especially when they showed him in the young version. I was like, oh, look, it's Hopper. Paul, Paul made me watch uh, Hellboy by myself, and it was so bad. Paul got sick right before we were supposed to watch <laughs> so it. So I did that. <laughs> oh, sure, Paul. Sure, my Paul. fault. My fault for, oh my God. for getting sick. I, okay. I was like, I was like, I know this movie's going to suck. <laughs> you should have waited the sick. next day, Paul, to get sick. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I should have done it. Gonna go. I actually still haven't seen that. I actually wanted to see it. I'm so bad. It was uh it was rated R and they took it back. It was really gory. It was really gory. I just uh, remember that part of it. So it was gory for like just shock value, not so much story. Yeah, they didn't really tie it into the story. It was just like they were just being gorgeous to be gory. They're just taking advantage of the rated R. Probably like one of the scenes. Oh, of we're gonna just have him tear the demon apart. Why? Because we can. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. I I felt it was over the top, and I was like, it wasn't as good as the. And then the thing is, you're comparing it to the first two Hellboy yeah, movies with uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah. And they're just wait. The the first two were just way better. Like, um. Because really, really, really fast. Because I know he didn't do the second one, but. But you guys both saw P- both Pacific Rims, right? Yes. No. I seen, no? I seen one. I didn't see two. Did you like the first one or not really? It was cool. Yeah. First one was cool. Because I, I mean, the second one was cool, but you could tell it wasn't wasn't Daniel Del Toro. Same level. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the one thing. It's just like he, he's he's on, I think he's on a different level when it comes to directing and cinematography. Um, there you go. I sidetracked myself. Let's see, Let's see. Um. But yeah, uh, Black Widow is now July eighth, so hopefully the world, according to our president, <laughs> the world's supposed to be back by July fourth. So we'll see if. Oh, that when happens. do you when do you get when do you get your second vaccination on the twentieth, right? I believe. The nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm excited that on the thirtieth. Scott Pilgrim and Dobie. First. Yes, first that, that'll back. be my first movie back. Yeah. All, gonna, all of our. It's going to be cool. Um, then the other trailer that got released was for Loki, uh, which has a release date of June 11th. Uh, what would you guys think of that trailer? It, it just goes along with the, the first trailer. I think the... I, I like the atmosphere of the the whole thing. So, I, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's going to be something where I don't know what to expect, kind of like a WandaVision type thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is going to be maybe on that same level as far as it goes. But can't wait. Oh, no, I'm running out of battery. That was weird. <laughs> oh, no. I see, I I see I have it. another blink, battery somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I see it blinking. Yeah, it's blinking. 
I'm gonna go black, guys. Just watch out. All right. For sure. Okay. Um. So. I'll. I'll, I'll come in after Paul fixes that. But no, like, well, I'll go then. Um, I, I think it looks cool. Um, I know. Did you catch the that like one second clip that everyone thinks is like Black Widow? No, yeah, I didn't. Like I, in the uh, what's it looks called? like it. They're on Vormir, but I don't think that's yeah. it. But I mean, it'd be cool if it was. Uh, cause they do say that he like it's the time, time cops. So I have a feeling in the bigger span of things because the way that they usually have been doing the movies is like they'll show something and then they'll show you like if you want to explain something the next movie does that and what I mean by that is like or to first set up like the whole reason Ant-Man and Wasp existed was so that they could explain the quantum realm like in the bigger scope of things like the movie obviously yeah. had its own little plot but in the whole big scope of why Ant-Man and Wasp came out before Endgame was so that you could understand the quantum realm. And then, like, as far as characters go, like, they did Civil War, and then Black Panther had his own movie, and then Spider-Man had his own movie, and then, you know, that's what I, I have a feeling that, like, Loki might do the time thing, since King the Conqueror is supposed to be the villain for Ant-Man mm -hmm. 3, like, just to explain, like, how he violates time or something like because I know that's his thing too like that might be a way into that I might be like a huge stretch but that's just kind of like where my mind went based off how MCU does shit so but I don't think uh, it's uh, Black Widow I know people think it's like Lady Loki who knows but that's what the trailer's supposed to do yeah you want to know more so I think they do a good job with it yeah Funny you think that you? Oh yeah. Um, you think they'll try to bring back uh Black Widow from the Dead, or do like a Loki where they bring back a different version of her? Or they could do you that. Think they're gonna try to go down that route? Have they announced? It, it all comes down to the fact that if Scarlett Johansson wants to replay the character too, because that's the thing. Of course. Yeah. Because uh, can't recast that. Because as far as with comics no. go, people always get rid of comics. Like. I don't know if I if I if, if we talked about it on the podcast, but I've always felt that like with Endgame, like as far as the Captain America thing, like you could always bring him back, like they can always mm -hmm. like have him come back as the younger version. That there's a way to do that. It's just a matter of if Chris Evans wants to reprise the role, which I think from an actor standpoint, he said he's kind of done because he doesn't see where else the character can go anyway. So yeah. He went out on top, so... And that's that's why, like, I, it's, it's like, I, I, I don't blame him for, you know... Same thing if they wanted to bring back Tony Stark, they could in terms of, like, if in that Ironheart show, if, like, he's going to be the AI. That's kind of the way to get Robert Downey Jr. back without ruining the timeline. So... Huh, we'll see. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to picture a MCU, like, the future of the MCU without a Cap or an Iron Man. Those I mean, are like not, two well, I mean, you know what I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's a spoiler in case you didn't know, but I mean, assuming at the end of the show that Falcon is Captain America, you you both still have a Captain America, mm -hmm. and then they're not eventually the they're eventually going to be a, uh, an Iron Man will be taken up eventually too. So by Ruby Williams or somebody else, um, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, like Tony yeah, Stark I know what you mean, and, but like yeah, but I mean Steve it's. Rogers. 
in the comics they 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 pass the mantle too. So, I mean, we'll see. But they they always, they bring him back from the dead all the time though. Well, that's where the comics did. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But no, I mean, it's it's still exciting. Um, I just it's just interesting that there's like a, it like based off of how Disney Plus was going, like you had. WandaVision ended, week off, Falcon Winter Soldier, and now you're not gonna have, gonna have that. I'm gonna have to watch Mighty Ducks to, <laughs> to wait out for Loki. Hey, you got you got ten episodes for Mighty Ducks. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Uh, they announced how many episodes uh, Loki's gonna be or no? Uh, I think it's I think it's also I think it's six as well. So. And all and most of these shows are just gonna be one season and they're gonna move on. Well, they're well now. they're they're mini they're mini series. Yeah. So if, yeah. Yeah. So they 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 are one and done. But, they're I mean, doing I think like Armor Wars and um like uh, yeah because that, that's a mini series. Mar- Myth Marvel. I mean the Myth I mean Marvel. depending on where they go, like the ones that haven't been announced yet in terms of like release dates, like She Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and Hawkeye, those could technically be season shows. Um. They but just haven't said anything. They just haven't really. said anything, yeah. So it just depends on what they're going to do with them. I know they said Miss Marvel um, would end up... She, she would be in Captain Marvel 2, so she's already going to be in Captain Marvel 2. So I just don't know if Miss Marvel will be before the movie or after. Miss Marvel would be a good show to be a season because of the demographic and, uh, and on the platform, Disney+. Plus. I feel like that would be a good show to keep on going like season after season on that one. Yeah. I mean, they could probably do the same thing with Hawkeye. With the, yeah, that that would probably be. I could see that those happening. I wouldn't mind Moon Knight being a, uh, a season one, but what's like I said, it just all depends on what they're gonna do, and you know they. I don't really want Yeah, I want to see what they're gonna do with like the Netflix people, uh, Punisher, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. If they're gonna Jessica Jones. If they're gonna bring them in or recast or just not do anything with them, you know. That'd be that's another. It's just it's just tough to say because the Disney Plus's rating, like those well, those, those are obviously gonna... rated R, so I, that's the one but, thing okay. that kind of sucks. They're cussing a lot in this last episode of. Uh, they were. Uh, yeah. Right? Huh? Was it? Yeah, well, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't like so much for the language. I was saying it's like the violence and the sex. At least Punisher, like there's a, there's a full on sex scene in Punisher. I think you. <laughs> Boba Boba Fett. Probably did the most graphic thing on Disney Plus. He blasted that one guy in the face and just took his chair. That's pretty oh, graphic. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, if you want to go back to that, I would say the part when he when he tore that mask up open with the gaffy stick. Yeah, that was pretty graphic too. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's fair game. I hope hopefully I just yeah. I, don't know, I just I just know like when you when you say Punisher, it's it's rated R. Like Punisher's rated R. So I just don't know yeah. how Punisher would. All, all his movies have been rated R, I think, with the exception of Warzone. Or was Warzone? No, but Warzone was rated R because they punched someone. He yeah. literally puts his fist in someone's face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, the one, the Thomas Jane one was uh, PG-13, I believe. No, it was I rated think. R. He was rated R. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's been rated R. Maybe, no, even one, the Dolph Lundgren one was rated R. So. I think, th- I thought that one was real subdued. The Tom Machine one. Yeah. No, but there's, because there's, 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 uh, 
there's a strip club scene and I guess it would be the fight with him in uh, the Russian it was pretty pretty graphic. Oh, that was yeah. pretty great. So, um, about that fight scene. But speaking of uh, Disney Plus stuff, we'll, we'll now just transition to Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, kind of wanted to give like a breakdown too of like what's going on so far. So, because at work I've been having people like ask me like what's going on. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could bring that up on a podcast. So, uh, we're now three episodes in, essentially the halfway mark. And, like, the story has kind of been, like, driven. So you had, like, the first episode where, like, it introduces, like, their kind of subplots where uh, Bucky is trying to redeem himself for, like, past actions. And then pretty much Falcon's just trying to get back to, like, normal life after being blipped for five years and then the second episode is well i forgot that falcon also turned over the, sh- the shield so i guess he's basically going to move on from being captain america without ever being captain america and then the second yeah. episode is like the consequences of that where like now they established like the government was like now we're gonna have captain america we're gonna have john walker and then they had their team up and then you see, like, the Flag Smashers are a thing. <clears throat> and then episode three was just kind of a building of, like, they wanted answers. And it brought Zemo and then Sharon Carter. And uh, that name of that city, their freaking Amsterdam-Vegas combination was uh, Magipor. Magipor. Yeah. So that's where we are now. Like, there's, like, a whole timeline of everything. And then I forgot to say disclaimer, but spoiler, um, episode three ended with, uh, her name is Ao. everyone, and Twitter called her Okoy, which was totally wrong, but, uh, Ao, she was in, um, Civil War, she was the bodyguard that told Black Widow to move, or she would move her, um, she <laughs> was at the end of episode three, which I'm hoping means episode four is in Wakanda, so, but. That'd be cool. That was the draws, like, because Zemo got busted out, and I guess they know that Zemo killed King T'Chaka, they obviously want their revenge, so they want Zemo, so that was just, like, a big rough line, but, uh, episode three really fast. What did you guys think about episode three? Overall, I I thought it was fine. I thought the pacing was better than the second episode. Uh, There was a lot more action in this one. Um. Yeah, I I want to know what they're gonna be doing with Sharon uh, Sharon Carter's uh, character because the way that she left the uh, the scene kind of made her seem like she was somebody else or working for somebody else. I know Tanya is probably gonna talk about it, but um, yeah, overall I I thought it was a really good episode, and I do. What's it called? I I can't wait for like two more hours until the next episode drops so I can yeah. watch it. I'm um, ready to go to work tired. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really quick, I wanted to talk about this um, since I have you guys online. The one thing, I mean, I liked the episode, the, the fight scene with Winter Soldier in the bar. That was just, that was badass. Dude, I, I, love, like, I love that they keep using his theme. Like, that is, like, my favorite, like, theme, I think, of MCU-wise. Like, 
I have it on my workout playlist. Like, I love the Winter Soldier theme, so I'm, like, glad that they're they're playing it every time he acts as the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so just that fight dope. scene with Jay where he's kicking people in the poles, and he punched that one dude in the back, and he, like, flipped over. And... Yeah, it was, it was pretty legit. The one thing I did, I do have a gripe with that I want you guys to comment on is I just thought it was, I don't know if it's lazy writing or I just thought it was unbelievable that, like, I couldn't, I, I didn't. Keep in mind, there's a talking happen. raccoon in this universe. I understand. <laughs> but the fact that, that Winter Soldier broke Zemo out of prison to, for Zemo to help him. After everything Zemo had did, like, um, killing King T'Chaka, framing uh, Winter Soldier, um, getting, pitting, uh, pitting the Avengers against each other, I just thought it was... It was uh like, it was hard for me to believe that they would go that route and break him out of prison. Like they helped, they contributed. Like they, he took an act of having getting him out of prison, like illegally. So that was hard. That was hard for me to overlook. Whoa, 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 hey, well, what listen, are you doing here? I didn't want to tell you because I knew you wouldn't let this happen, okay? What did you do? We need him, Sam. You're going back to But prison. everything else about awesome. The no. Sharon Carter, the link to her to the underworld. She might possibly be somebody bigger than than we know. So that was that was it. So I want you to, to talk about it and tell me what you think about Winter Soldier breaking Zemo out of prison. Especially the, the fact that Winter Soldier was in... Uh, what kind of for as long as he was, and he know he knew what he did by killing the king. So, um, I mean, it was a plot device. I, I don't know where else you would go. I mean, I mean, it's it's not out of character because I mean, he was he's basically kind of doing. I mean, it's a way worse version than. What Steve Rogers did, but that's basically like something Steve would have done too. Like he, Steve did break the law, so he's breaking the law. I don't know. It's like it's a gray area, but I, I, I didn't really have an issue with it. I, I mean, I don't think it was executed correctly. Like I, they could have probably written it better to like stick. And and I, I know that I was reading on internet. People think it's a plot hole that it just like. That's like the next scene is literally like he's breaking out of prison, but. I didn't. I really didn't have an issue with it. it. Didn't take me too far out of it. I don't really have much to didn't say. You, didn't you ever just want to hang out with somebody like really bad? <laughs> <laughs> Zemo. Zemo has that connection, man. He had that private jet. He, he's a bear. No, you know? and he's got I, the I mean, dance moves, man. Those dance exactly. Moves. I like, just. I just had issue with it. Like it bothered me. I was like, I know. No I know. way. That they, that there's no way like like when you when you got upset when you watched uh that Denzel when it was raining like a thunderstorm <laughs> and you're too. like this hey, is taking me hey, out that of was, everything. That, that, was, dry. Hey, that was physics. And that's kinda, it's raining that's kinda, and the clothes were dry. That that'll take anybody out of it. <laughs> Basic <laughs> physics. Yeah. But that's the way I felt when he broke him. Like there's no way he'll break him out. And then, okay, and he broke him out for the for the fact that he goes oh he knows everything about Hydra because of the. The, the leak that Black Widow did in Winter Soldier. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, look up the information yourself. Like, you could look it up yourself, or you could, you could have somebody that did the data analysis already. Yeah, but if they do that, in. but if they do that, obviously it's government controlled. Um, 
they would there would be too many questions going on, and they don't want John Walker to help them. So that's why they 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 went against it. So I could see why they didn't do that part is because of the fact that it's all government, and that's basically what this episode was was basically showing like the differences between. It's because the term symbol came up a lot in this episode. So like symbols and like right now the government is not. It's not. I mean, in real world situations, it's not. It's not a trusting thing. So, like, if if they start going down this path to try to find Hydra, like, there's gonna be too many questions, and they're not gonna be able to. They're not gonna be able to do what they want to do anyway. So it's like, screw it. Let's just go to Baron Zemo since he has all these answers. And nobody, nobody would expect them to do it. Well, okay. The only thing I could think of is if um, Zemo would have got out of prison by himself, and then they would have sought him out after. Like they would have said, okay, let's go find Zemo. Like he I mean, broke he out of prison already. Kind of did. I mean, all. All um, Bucky did was just pretty much start that fight. That was it. Enough though, because he knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, but, I mean, but it was, it was what, all what I'm, Zemo. But no, what I'm saying is that if they would have established that Zemo was on the run or whatever, and they had to track him down and get him to work with them that way. But to actually like take a take a hand and get him out of prison was that was just but a bit. That, that might be too hard to do because you know where he is. Like you know he's in a cell. Like him escaping and then tracking then I think you have to have a whole nother episode where you have to have where someone has to tell you where he's at because then then it would be the other way around people like oh how did they find Zemo out of nowhere like you would still get that plot point. just like I said that that was no like I get it but I mean like like it's just I think I think I think in the in the short term game from the writing standpoint it might be lazy writing but it was just like it's a plot device it got them to the next point and it's like right, yeah, so. it's fine. Like I said, that's the only thing that kind of took me off. I was like, there's no way. Remember, they man, out. comic like, book genre is not perfect. There's there's yeah, plot like holes you said, in every it, movie. Even Guardians of the Galaxy is not perfect, and it pains me. Like to you say said, that. like <laughs> you said, it it was just it was just lazy writing, and it kind of it kind of threw me off a little bit. But whatever, that's fine. Hey, per- just, percentage wise, if that's like out of all Marvel stuff. That little scene isn't isn't that bad. No, no. Okay. Um. I can't think of another scene that that was like that though. Like I was like, that's unbelievable, but, whatever. But you but I do I mean? get it. I do get it. It's like you do something bad to me. It, it's about like forgiveness, forgiveness, not just me, but all the other wrong that he did and stuff. So no, I I, I totally get it. Like. Yeah, and then you can't really compare the cap. When Cap broke everybody out of jail because Cap felt they were wrongly in prison because they were fighting to stop those other Winter Soldiers. Like they had a goal, and it was like, in Cap's mind, they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything. They didn't harm anybody. They were helping him. Well, that's like, the thing. Like Captain America, stop, fight the bad guys. Because so when when yeah, so that's that's all. No, I get it. I just, I just think that that's like they kind of. I mean, they kind of explained that afterwards because like Falcon was really pissed that he did. Like he, Falcon, same thing, didn't want to do it. But I mean, they kind of yeah. bring up the thing like you know, the Captain America broke the law. So, like I said, it was just a plot device. But yeah, it, I mean, it's cool though. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this show much more than I was enjoying Wandavision. Um, Wandavision was cool. It's just it was a different type of. Um, show like it was more like i think also wonder yes. vision was like a slower burn yeah it was good though like the whole introducing white vision and and 
bringing back um, the girl from Thor. So it was cool. And then the dude, uh, the FBI agent, um, his name. Jimmy Woo. Yeah. That was good, hey. but this is next level. I'm, I'm really enjoying the show. I was going to... Carter's back. Gonna, oh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to mention, did you guys see the Zemo cut? Yeah, I think I seen... Um, I think I seen the longer version of it. Uh, that was that that was probably one of the better scenes. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's so. a bit no like Marvel actually released an hour, an hour video. Yeah. that's just him dancing. An hour video? It's literally just the same cut, cut like, I think like, fucking sixty times. But but <laughs> did you also see the version with uh what's it called uh the the Wanda no no not the Wanda Agatha all along song? No, I, someone <laughs> did that. Oh, it's Somebody okay. put the Agatha all along song and uh, it's pretty that's, funny. That's weird. I'll have to look yeah. it up. You have to send that to me, and I haven't seen that. I want to see that. Yeah, no. yeah you, if you just go see the, the thread of Marvel, it's like one of the top liked ones on there, so it should show up on there. But the pettiness level of the <laughs> of the uh the what's it called? The comments are pretty funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. But yeah, that Zemo that Zemo dancing was pretty legit. Funny. No, that 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 whole place, the Madripoor, is pretty. They know how to party, so. You haven't mentioned uh, Lavia, Doctor Doom's. Uh, no, it wasn't. So that's why I told you it was wrong. Hometown. I got I got excited, but it wasn't it wasn't his 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 place. It was a similar. No, no it was a similar sounding. Laveria, 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 and Laveria. this place was La, La TV or something like that. So it wasn't the same place. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, Ugh! and then I looked it up. I'm like, no wait, no wait, it's off. Yeah. We need uh, we need Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom in the MCU and X Men. Oh, and and Magic Four. Um, Wolverine owns the bar, the the Princess Bar. He's a part owner, owner of it, whatever. And they actually showed that in in this episode. So, uh, little Easter egg. Oh, I didn't catch that. When when was that? Uh, when they before they went in the bar, it just shows uh, uh, it's a pink like neon sign, and it says uh, Princess Bar. In the, in the comic books, uh, Wolverine's alter ego Patch owns that that bar. Mm. So, oh. getting closer to having some mutants in the MCU. Well, I know the. Did you see the the Flag Smashers, the building that they they uh, like blew up, had mm-hmm. the giant X on it. Oh yeah, yeah. on and the gate, right? Like, and I was like, that's not. I was like, that's not Confirmed. Uh, Professor X's. Confirmed. Yeah, I was just like, what the heck. Because my brother was like, shut up. I'm like, dude, this is the mutants. And he's like, shut up. It's not that. And, I was like, and I'm like, no, it's yeah. not. It's, it's, it's too on the nose to be that. But. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, just as far... The, the cool thing that this episode did is it pretty much drew the lines for everything. Um, and it introduced Sharon Carter, who's like... I guess she's an underworld... I guess she's an underworld boss, right? Like, that's what it was established. Like, she's... She's the wild card to me right now. Yeah, so... Um, Tommy's kind of alluded to it, so um, I guess there's speculation she could be the power broker. So really fast, because it was in the last episode they got deleted. The power broker uh, has been mentioned now, I think, twice. The second episode, and then this episode by name. So um, the power broker in the comics is... Uh, basically a person who has super soldier serum and sells it to people. So, um, the power broker essentially had the super soldier serum and, and that's why the Flag Smashers all have, 
the super soldier powers is because they took it and that was the establishment in this episode is um the scientist created it and i like how they explained it how like he was gonna mass produce it and then he blipped out and then when he came back like the government shut down his project so then he became a black market thing and then that's where the power broker took it over so that for that reason i don't really think it is sharon carter just because it's too it's too evil like i get like she was on the run and like they made her negative but her mom's or her mom her aunt is peggy carter so like, she has morals so that's why I, I i just don't see that that being like the thing um i could see her working with it to try to take it down but just the fact that her being the power broker that would be like a huge i think slap in the face to like her family legacy <laughs> That's just my two cents on that. Uh, oh, you're right. But, um, the, like, uh, here, because I wrote it down. I put it in my notes on the lunch. We'll bring it up so I, I articulate this correctly. So, basically, like, the agendas that have been, like, drawn is the Flag Smashers want to basically mass produce, or they have the rest of the serum, because they stole, like, I think they said 20 vials. So they basically want to use this serum to help people um, because they want the whole like free borders and everything. They don't like the government. Uh, Power Broker wants... It looks like they want he wants an army because that's why it was being mass-produced. Or she, if it is a girl. Uh, Zemo wants to still end all superheroes. That's why he like killed the scientists. Like, I don't really think he needed to, but uh, hey, it gives him something to do. Um... And then uh, John Walker and um, LeVar, Battlestar, they want to like prove that they're worthy of the titles they've been given. Um, B- Bucky wants to, like, looks like he said he wanted to take the shield. In the episode, I caught that he said that he wants the shield back. And then I guess Sam's is still confusing. I guess he, I thought he wanted to be Captain America, but now it looks like he said he wanted to destroy it. So I don't know if you, like, he's still kind of confusing for me. Um, and then Wakanda, at the end, like, they showed up. They want Zemo dead. And then Sharon wants to come back to her old life. Um, if Falcon can really make that happen. So that's, like, where everything's been drawn. Um, like I said, the symbol thing was, sh- was used a lot. Because um, Zemo brought it up that, like, he doesn't like the symbols. Because, like you like basically character worship and he said that you don't see the like the person becomes perfect the danger with people like him america's super soldiers is that we put them on pedestals watch your steps they become symbols icons and then we start to forget about their flaws and i guess that's the version that sam has of like steve is like he sees steve as like the perfect embodiment of like being Captain America, like he saw him as a perfect person. Um, and then uh, basically for John Walker, like the shield, because he, he's not, obviously he's not like the same Captain America, so he's sees the shield as like power, and it like corrupted him, because like the whole line when they're breaking, he tells the guy, do you know who I am? Like it's like, dude, like that's not what Captain America is. So you can already see like his warped version, like he sees it as power. So mm-hmm. and he it just he thinks differently. So that's just my two cents on the whole thing. But hope it makes sense. But I know I'm kind of like 
pinballing, but. Hi guys, Future Eddie here. So if you stuck around this long for the episode, thanks a lot. As you can tell, stuff in it is a little bit outdated. Uh, it took me about a week to edit this episode. Uh, schedule was pretty hectic at work. Uh, internet's been in and out this weekend, so it just uh, it's been a doozy to uh, record or to edit this guy. So uh, with that said, um, the Falcon Winter Soldier talk that we had kind of cut cut short for episode three. Um, we just had some difficulties as far as the recording goes. Uh, we recorded fine, but then after I finished uh, checking it, it at the end of it for some reason got all messed up. So um, that's why I'm talking now to have the, an actual proper ending for the episode, so it doesn't just roughly cut. So um, with that said, thanks for sticking around this long, and uh, see you guys next week. Uh, if you do want to email us any more topics or add to conversation coming up next week but we'll be talking our next episode we'll be talking about Godzilla versus Kong with my buddy Jose he'll be joining us and then of course episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier um, that's pretty much gonna be the main topic of next episode so if you do want to shoot us an email it's geekconclave at gmail.com uh, other than that please like rate comment anything on this video or uh, the audio version um, and yeah that's it See you guys next episode, and thanks again.